Well, I'm here to represent you as an elder, to represent you as in men's ministry. And what a week it has been. Last week, we were up at the marriage retreat. How many of you have been to a marriage retreat? There you are. Make some noise. <laughs> Great. It's a, if you've never been to one, it's where you can go and learn more about God, learn more about your spouse, learn more about your neighbors and friends that join us there. Get to know people in a relaxed setting, and it was awesome. Ben and Janae, thank you so much. Your teaching was amazing. If you ever get a chance to sit in on some of their lessons, why, uh, it was awesome. Um, The other thing is that, you know, we come off of that high. We come out of the hills, and it's beautiful. And then Wednesday night, we had the concert. Who was at the concert? Let me hear you. Yeah, it was awesome, wasn't it? I went to the concert and I was 60 plus years old because I can't say my actual age now because once you get over 60, you're not supposed to say. But I'm 60 plus and when I left there that night, I was 30 plus. I There was so much energy and there was just, it was such an amazing thing to worship God in that setting and I just can't wait. If that's a little piece of heaven, I can't wait. It, It was awesome. And how about all the things that's going on at Mitchell Berean here and all the, the ministries that are just, just blooming. You guys are amazing. You know that? The Church of Christ is an amazing body at work, and we're just so thankful for that. Today, Governor Ricketts appointed this as a statewide day of prayer. For all of the flooding and whatnot that's gone on, Throughout the state, our storm was an inconvenience, and there was a lot of loss here as well. But that's devastation of the flood. And thank you to all of you that have gave and are giving and going to give. We sent a trailer load down this week right after the concert. The next day it left. And so I see there's more stuff coming. We still have another load that's going of baby items that's going to go down Sometime next week. Thank you, Ben. And so praise God for what he's doing. And and I just want to take a moment right now and let's pray. uh, As Governor Ricketts suggested, let's pray. Lord, we thank you that you are in control and that you love us and that you have provided this opportunity as a church to help others in need. And so, Lord, we pray that for with every bottle of water that gets sent down, for every uh, food item and the supplies and the diapers and, and the money and everything that's sent, that it would be a blessing recognized as from you, God. And so, Lord, may you get the glory, may you get the honor as we help those in need. And, Lord, we just want to be strengthened. We want to be encouraged by what you're doing in us and through us during this time. And all God's people said, Amen. Well, I'm up here representing men's ministry. We're going to do a quick flyover. Time is not my friend today. So what a, one thing about men's ministry that has impacted me is spending time alone with God. Now, you've got a bulletin insert that you can kind of follow along, and if you see anything you want to jot down, for a prayer request or anything like that, we're going to, after this is over with, we're going to get together in groups and we're going to pray. 
So when we spend quality time with, the, with God, it, we can't help but grow. If you ever noticed in Jesus and his ministry at times, in Luke five sixteen, it says he withdrew to a lonely place to be with his God. To spend time with God takes, takes a little effort on our part because we're so busy, right? But when you do it, it's so rewarding. It's a time to grow, to learn God's love. So commit to that. Secondly... We want to get involved in life groups. Once we're, if you've, if, how many of you are involved in a men's life group? Anybody? Four of you? Where are you at? No, <laughs> I'm sorry, thanks. But there's, men's life groups are a little different than others. My wife and I, I teach one on Sunday mornings, and my wife and I will come to church. She teaches the two and three year olds. And um, I, we'll be talking on the way home, and I'll say, well, how'd your, how'd your group go? And she's like, well, we, we learned about Jesus, we had some snacks, and then we had playtime. And I go, that's what we did at the men's group, too. We did the same thing. So, yeah, I mean, we're all, you can tell the men from the boys by the price of their toys. And so we're, we're children, right? God loves the little children, so we're, we're good. Jesus loves the You want to sing that song? No, never mind. The other thing, when we get filled up in a life group, that... That overflowing, when you learn what it is, how much Jesus loves you, how much God has invested into your life, you can't help but overflow into your family, into your church, into your business. into And so life groups are essential for that building up, for that getting filled through the power of the Holy Spirit. Another way is, is discovering your passion. Your God-given talents, the things that help us come alive in Christ. And by the way, this isn't just for men. Isn't there a... Yeah, it's not just for men. Ladies, youth, all of these steps are are a process that we go through as we grow and mature in Christ. So the one thing we... If you discover your talents and your passions, all of a sudden it's fun doing ministry. All of a sudden you're like... Hey, I could do that. You know, I could go to a marriage retreat. I could go I could go rope with some guys. I could go to a men's retreat. I could go to a golf outing. I could go fishing with a few guys. The second Thursday of the month, I'm going to go to the sure shot and we're going to have a Bible study and then we're going to shoot guns. What could be better? Right? Another thing is just go and explore. Have an outing. Whether it's a group of you, whether it's two of you, whatever it is, consider that a time to grow closer to the Lord. Slow down. We're all too busy. Relax. Have fun. You know how much, have you watched your kids play? Have you watched your grandkids play? Have you watched children play? How they have fun. They They just get together and they have fun. They just figure out games to do. I think God smiles on us when we're having fun. So relax, have some fun. This is, the fourth thing I want to talk about is uh, we're getting freed up to be a servant to God in our home, our church, our community, and to the world. Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. When we start serving, we, we experience the joy and blessing of that. Some of our, our current 
serving opportunities are. The first week of June, Randy Shaneman's going to take a bunch of guys and go up to Mentoring Timothy up in Montana, which is a ministry that started to help young guys discover who they are and basically equip them. So if you're interested in that, contact Randy Shaneman. Later this spring, maybe early summer, we're going to possibly have some mission trips going down to eastern Nebraska. You know, the Burwell Church, the basement was flooded, and they're going to need some help getting that redone and rebuilt. So pay attention. Pastor Giles is on top of that. So when when the time comes, we'll have some announcement about that. Deuce Outfitters currently serves the military. They need they need they needs help. Um, if you're if you're a guide, you could help you could help uh, Chris guide. They need some properties to hunt on. They need so support in that ministry would be good as well. Byron Holsworth is a is on is one of the elders as well, and he also is a carpenter and. Uh, he does a lot of ministry within the church and with, within the community, and he just needs help once in a while for some of his projects. So if you're willing and able, why, give Byron a call and tell him you're willing and able to help. It's an opportunity to serve. You can't believe how much joy and satisfaction. that Every time I've gone to serve, I go with the intent of blessing them. But when I come home, I'm the one that gets blessed for doing it. So we're going to do things a little different today. Like I said, we're going to, we're going to have a, a group prayer afterwards. And so we're going to talk about um, that a little bit more. But right now we have one of the scholar among scholars, the man amongst men, John Q. Trimble. Let's give John a great big hand. And he tells a lie every time he says that, when he says scholars among scholars. (laughs) My wife and I started coming to Mitchellbury about 24 years ago, back when it was down on Main Street, had green carpet, pews, and uh, we were like the third young couple. And um, since then, in this... 25-year process, 24, whatever it is. We've been a part of uh, life groups and done different things, but the last 10, almost 11 years, we have been involved in youth ministry. And I have to start out with questions, and I want everybody to raise your right hand. At one point in your life, if you were a kid, raise your hand. Huh? Ben, you got it? Okay. Um, At one point in your life, you have made dumb decisions. Raise your hands. Eh? Some of you are lying. Um, (laughs) Some of you need two hands up. Um, At any point in your life, if you have talked, raise your right hand. You are now qualified to be leaders in a youth group. Ha, didn't see that coming, did you? Uh, we are, as a society, we have 
a label that we've placed on an upcoming generation. We call them millennials. And when I say that, most people go, oh, when are they going to get their act together? Right? We're a little bit scared of that. Being involved in this generation um, and getting the opportunity to, to minister to them, um, one thing that I see that we have abandoned our kids, our millennials, um, we, don't, we don't speak life into our kids. And what I mean by that, this is what we do with our kids. Don't bother me. Right? Just, yeah, you can keep it. Uh, <laughs> don't bother me. Play a game. Or we'll spend 400 bucks and we'll buy them an Xbox and say, go down in the basement, don't bother me. And then we wonder why, when you say millennial, you go, oh. We stop spending time with our kids. We stop speaking life into our kids. We stop investing in our kids. Well, if you're not sure what it's made of because of the lack of time you're spending with it, that would create doubt, right? Proverbs 18.21 says, The power of life and death is in the tongue. Those who love it will eat of its fruit. Have you ever wondered... How, why God gave us that ability to speak life into people around us and our kids. We've all had that experience where somebody said something bad to us, a teacher, somebody said something good to offset what we heard, that, you know, you're a bum, you're worthless, you're never going to make it, and somebody else came along and counteracted that. Well, when I ask you guys if you were, if you had all had been kids and you've, done dumb things, and if you talk, see, we all have that ability to minister to those kids, but somehow when we made it from being a a teenager to an adult, we somehow or another go, I'm not going to deal with that. I did that once, right? But do you want someone to speak positive and speak life, God-honoring things into your life as an adult? Sure you do. So why do we abandon our kids by handing them a device? Or telling them, go play, go play Xbox, leave me alone. And so I would encourage you guys, as someone who's watched kids grow up, my kids are, uh, all three have grown up in this church. I gotta remember that, let's see, they're gonna be 25, gonna be 23, and a 20-year-old. And I can promise you, on this side of it, and those of you that have experienced it, when your kids come home or they call home or they text you and they say, I get it, Dad. I understand why you did what you did, why you made me, why we did these certain things. There's nothing better than that. And it, it does, it, it goes to the verse, um, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. That's what you want. That's what God wants for your family. Um, According to Google, and we all know Google never makes mistakes, um, the average person speaks 860 million words in their life. Some of you speak more. That is the equivalent of the King James Version Bible 
1110 times. How much of what we speak that comes out of our mouth has the same effect of that King James Version Bible? How much of that is the opposite of that? How much, um, how much time goes by that we should be investing into our kids, in, into each other? Because that's what God's called us to do. Um, Benjamin Franklin said, Remember not only to say the right thing in the right place, but far more difficult, leave unsaid the wrong thing at the tempting moment. Remember not only to say the right thing at the right place, but far more difficult, leave unsaid the wrong thing at the tempting moment. Excuse me. <clears throat> I, 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 I'm a big Proverbs reader. There's one for every day of the month. There's 31 chapters. You can read one every day. And there is, I believe there was like 50-some verses about speech in Proverbs. Um, it, is, it is amazing how much God talks about what comes out of our mouth. Um, Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for, and necessary for edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Um, as part of the youth group ministry, uh, we have a need for adults to come help speak life into those kids, encourage those kids, and to, uh, you know, come alongside them and say, yeah, yeah, okay, so you made a mistake, so did I. Um, and, and show them what that looks like to continue further down the road. Um, we're going to play a song um, by Toby Mack uh, called Speak Life. And um, when my kids were in their teenage years, um, I think that was about the time this song was popular, and uh, some of the mentors that I had had told me that, John, you can change your kids, and you can go where you want to go and lead your family if you learn how to speak and to speak correctly and speak God-honoring things and not let... You know, at that time, let that device, don't let that device raise your kid. Do you love your kids? Why do you hand them a device? They need you. They need you adults to speak and be a part of their life. They need their grandparents in their life. That's, that's the call because every one of you could be, can't, let me rephrase that. Every one of you is in youth ministry. Whether you're helping out on a Wednesday night or a Sunday morning, if you've got kids, or you've got grandkids, you have that youth ministry. It's not up to Ben. He can't be there all the time, although we're going to get him a suit and see what we can do. Um, <laughs> it's your job. And to take that seriously. So we're going to have, uh, they're going to play that song, and uh, then we'll have um, a el- uh, different elder, I'm not sure which one, come back up and, and uh, we'll pray. But I just want to encourage you guys that, that it, is, uh, it is awesome to be a part of the, youth, uh, the organized youth ministry of this church and uh, to, to see these kids grow, you know, come in junior high age, go out and be married and have kids. Uh, I love to see Forrest 
sitting right there. Forrest is a dad. I saw Forrest in the seventh grade. I'm like, oh my gosh, that kid. Couldn't believe it. Always had an Arizona in his hand. He was so wired on sugar. And now he's raising his son. And he's doing a good job. So it, um, it, it's a cycle. And when you're a part of it long enough and you get to see it, um, it's amazing. So with that, roll the music. feels perfect other days it just ain't working the good the bad the right the wrong and everything in between yo it's crazy amazing we can turn our heart through the words we say mountains crumble with every syllable hope can live or die so speak Pretty cool, huh? 
So if you want to, let's gather in groups. And if you're not comfortable praying, that's quite all right. But if you'll gather in groups and pick, you take your uh, bulletin insert and pray for the men's ministry, pray for some of the requests with the youth ministry. I know this is a little different than usual, but it's an amazing thing when God's people get together and just pray. So get in a group close to you there, and we'll, we'll have a few minutes of prayer, and then we'll, then we'll wrap it up. So we got plenty of time, so don't be shy. Meet your neighbors. <laughs>